With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. Oil Kings and Rebels about to get underway at Rogers Place. First game of the WHL season. Oil Kings putting up their championship banner. We'll let you know when we have some goal scoring action in that one at Foot Field. They're just getting underway. U of A Golden Bears, Saskatchewan Huskies, Canada West Football. Huskies lead the league at 3-0. U of A in a tie for second at 2-1. So that is a big one there. Blue Jays tonight trailing 6-4. 6-4 in the sixth. The uh, Blue Jays actually went ahead with four runs in the top of the fifth. Oh, pardon me, they're still in the fifth. Uh, the Blue Jays went ahead with four runs in the top of the fifth. The Rays have countered with three in the bottom of the fifth, and they are still batting. So 6-4, Tampa Bay leading Toronto in the fifth. The football game tonight, it's 10-3 for Hamilton on top of the Alouettes with about 12 and a half minutes left in the third quarter. The Elks are on a bye. The Oilers have the scrimmage tomorrow at Rogers Place. It's part of fan day. 11 o'clock, two 25-minute halves, straight time. Check that out if you want. Louis DeBrus and Craig Simpson are doing a hot stove, signing autographs. And then we have a game broadcast on 6.30, Ched, on Sunday, 2.30 for the face-off show. The game will start at 4 against the Winnipeg Jets, and that takes us to CGOB analyst for Jets broadcasts, my good buddy Jamie Thomas checking in. Jamie, how are you doing? Reed, so good to hear your voice, my friend. I'm doing great. How about yourself? Uh, I'm doing very well. I, I, I know you considered shunning me this afternoon <laughs> when I asked if you had time to come on, and you asked me if I had watched Andor. Uh, which I have not. I promise you I'll get... How many episodes are out? Just one or how There's many? Three. three. There's three, brother. And you watched all of them? Yeah, I did. But, I, like, I don't have a, a, a late-night show to do, so I, I'll, give you, I'll give you some leeway on this one. Well, uh, yeah, I've, I'm a bit behind. I wasn't able to watch. Well, I watched Cleveland and, uh, and Pittsburgh... And yeah, uh, yeah I, I just wasn't thinking. So I, I know I have I have let you down. But your re, your reviews are generally positive. Yeah, oh, like it's it's a, it's nothing they they haven't done before. So it's just it's just so good. Such an important member, such an important character in the Star Wars universe. So you're, you'll you'll love it. It's a slow burn to start by episode three. It'll get coming. Okay, so you watched all three in one night, or what did you do? No, I did one and a half because I fell asleep to the second one. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm busy, man. I fall asleep earlier. <laughs> so uh, one and a half, one night, one and a half. And I watched uh, half the second episode yesterday and then the third episode. So it, it's good to go. Okay, I'll, I'll get to it. The beauty of the streaming now, it's, it's, like the, it's not like when we were kids 
and no. you got that one VHS tape you record shows on, and you're thinking, well, I, I haven't watched this yet, and now I need to record another show. I guess I'm going to have to tape over it. We don't have to worry about that anymore. I know, I know, and I tell my kids all the time, I go, we didn't even have trailers when you were talking. Like, you can't even see videos of ahead of time of the movies we had. We would just see photos in the Star Wars magazine of the Empire Strikes Back coming up, and I'm like, that would, you would just guess at that point what it was going to look like. Yeah, and then you had to use something called the TV guide to figure out when it was yeah. on and, and all that, and if you had hockey practice or homework or whatever. So, yeah, times have changed. Oh, getting up to change the channel. That's something kids don't understand. You mean you had to walk to the TV? Yes, we had to walk up to the TV. And we only had two channels as choices. <laughs> uh, one and a half. Depends on the reception sometimes. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah, very good. Very good point. Okay, well, I'll check out Andor uh, maybe over the weekend. I can I can dive in it, dive into it, but I definitely want to watch it. Okay, let's, let's dive into the Jet stuff. Uh, because you know another uh, another Canadian team, uh, you know, kind of an old-time rival of uh, of the Oilers that got revitalized a little bit, I guess, with the Jets sweep a couple years ago. But then Jamie, just like I look back on last season, and I'm not saying this to like you know troll Jets fans because I know we have people out there who like the Jets, but I, I honestly thought that they might have been my most disappointing team from last season because they just kind of never got it going and, and Maurice stepped down and they, they just weren't that kind of formidable opponent that they'd been in, in previous seasons. How, how do you look back on last year? Is that fair? Yeah, I, I don't think you're trolling anybody. I I, I think disappointment is, is a pretty easy thing to say. And I think what is carried over from the year-end media availabilities is that there's still that sour taste there where they know they underachieved and they're a lot better than that team, what happened last year. And I think they're ready to prove that they're, they're, they belong in the, in the conversation of playoff teams in the Western Conference. And, you know, you got a new coach, you got a new system. The intention is to play better defensive hockey and not think offense all the time. You've got players like Nikolai Ehlers probably getting more looks. Uh, you know, like on the top power play, you got them with Mark Shifley and Kyle Connor. So that's a pretty big bump up for Nikolai Ehlers. Cole Perfetti is is riding with uh, Blake Wheeler and Pierre-Luc Dubois. So you, I think you just have some new, not so much new faces, but newer opportunities. And then you're just hoping that there's a much better goaltending uh, performance from Connor Hellebuck. But I just, you know, there's just there's a lot of hope. There's, you know, the belief that they're going to be much better in their own end, which was a lot of their problems last year. And I know that we look at Connor Hellebuck and say he wasn't what he was, but a lot of that had to do with the guy, the, the play in front of him. So um, there's improvements inspected, but a highly competitive Western Conference. So they just know just because they have this chip on their shoulder and that, that people aren't just going to roll over and make it easy for them either. Okay. Uh, what's the story with the captaincy here? This, this seemed to have just caught some people off guard, maybe. Right. And, you know, Blake Wheeler pointed out the, the first conversation he had with new head coach Rick Bonus is that that was they were going to move in another direction. And, you know, just speaking around, you know, you just talk with people. This is one of the few jobs in the world where a quote-unquote demotion is so public. So somebody that is so proud like Blake Wheeler has given so much to the organization uh, over the 11 years here in Winnipeg and, and a little bit before that when he was with the Atlanta Thrashers I can understand why it would be a little bit upsetting but at the same time 
they're going to have to name a new captain here eventually. So why not find out and give more voices to the likes of Josh Morrissey, Adam Lowry, Nikolai Ehlers, uh, Nate Schmidt and Brendan Dillon have been in the National Hockey League a long time, right? And why shouldn't they be able to like, have a bigger voice as well? So it's not to say that Blake Wheeler isn't going to have his voice and his say and be part of the leadership structure. It's just time for other people to, to step in and, you know, face the media on game day. And when things aren't bad, it doesn't always have to be number 26 standing in front of the media. So I, I, to me, I think that pressure or not so much pressure, that expectation off of Wheeler's shoulders, I think will open things up for him a little bit more. And he won't have to think about things as much uh, in terms of his off-ice responsibilities. So I think this is a great thing. And then it's just we're going to find out other important parts of who the leaders are in the Jets dressing room. And, um, Rick Bonus said he knows who his guys are, and he's not leading on to anybody at all. What this, what this, what each game is going to look like in terms of the assistant captains. Okay, Jamie Thomas from CGOB in Winnipeg joining us tonight, uh, looking at the Winnipeg Jets, who will be the Oilers' preseason opponent on Sunday at uh, Rogers Place. What's what's Bonus doing that stands out to you? You know, Maurice was well, obviously a pretty good coach, but Bonus is now yeah. the the new guy. Yeah, it, it's. Immediately, his conversation, right? Paul Maurice, great conversationalist with the media, but there's like more, um, more phone calls going on between Rick Bonas and other players. Every coach has their different, you know, their different style of dealing with their players. So I think we've already heard Mark Shifley talk about how he's heard more from Rick Bonas than he has from his other coaches. So he likes that. So is it going to work for everybody? I don't know, but. You know, it's not maybe will work great for Mark Scheifele, but not for others. But he's more of a he's, he'll talk to you more. Uh, you'll always understand what's going on. Uh, he's already you know the last three days. Yesterday they're working on the neutral zone defensive structure. Today he said they're working on the defensive zone, and tomorrow's going to be the forecheck. So there's going to be more of a commitment to defense on paper. So it just it, it's the players that have to ex- execute it. So I just believe there's just more conversation going on between Rick Bonus and the players than say maybe there was with Paul Maurice and his players before. Not knocking Paul Maurice, just a different coaching philosophy with Rick Bonus. All right. Uh, any other? Ch- I mean, I know Gagne uh, went there, uh, pro retired. What what other changes are significant here? Well, it, that's the whole thing, right? There, there's. There's not a whole lot of changes, and I think this is a vote of confidence from Kevin Shevelday of, of I, f- I feel that that what that was last year, that everything could go wrong, did go wrong. This is still the same group together that everybody was saying was a playoff team and a possible Stanley Cup favorite uh, before camp last year. So it's just amazing what, you know, a change in 12 months. There's not much different. It's just the captaincy, the leadership structure, some changes up front. The Adam Lowry line is still the same with Mason Appleton and, and Jansen Harkins. It, it might have been Morgan Barron, but Morgan Barron's a little hurt right now. Sam Gagne will fit in. You know, he'll play second power play. He'll kill penalties. Uh, maybe, you know, some moonlighting on the third line, some place on the fourth line. But it's just another veteran guy that they need in the room that can, you know, move up and down the lineup and understands the NHL and another 1,000-game guy in the dressing room. So, I, I mean, well, closing in on 1,000 games. So there's not much difference. And maybe on the blue line, Dylan Samberg gets more time. There's kind of a battle between six and seven, but they're pretty deep on the back end. And David Riddick is the backup goaltender. So there's not much changes outside of the entire coaching staff. 
Um, of course, um, that's that's really the only real change. So we'll have to see if if the gang being back together again means more wins in 2022-23. Yeah, interesting. Okay, well, yeah. I, I think there's definitely more there for the Jets to give than they had uh, last season. So it's, they're always interesting to watch. All right, Jamie, uh, thank you for doing this. Thanks for the quick Andor review. Next time we talk, are you, are you coming to Edmonton Sunday? Yeah, I'll be grilling you when I get there. So Okay, I'll try we'll, to we'll, watch at least the first one by, by Sunday yeah, at, at 4. Okay. That's it. That's all I have. <laughs> All right. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> okay, man. Talk to you on Sunday. Jamie Thomas from the Jets broadcast booth on CGOB in Winnipeg. So, yeah, you know, Maurice uh, left during last season. They've hired in Rick Bonus. As he said, not a lot of personnel changes uh and certainly the the feeling in winnipeg that that was a huge year of underachievement last season so they're going to try to get back into the playoffs and uh i i feel a little bit of shame for not having yet watched any episodes of andor the new star wars series on disney plus okay (laughs) 7804960063 is how uh you can get in touch tonight as we take you to your weekend on inside sports i'm going to introduce you to calvin pickard he was in camp with the Edmonton Oilers. They signed him to a two-year, two-way deal in the offseason. It's Inside Sports on Chet. This is Darnell Nurse from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chet. Yeah, tough uh, moment here in the football game. I didn't see it live, but I just looked over and saw the uh, replay. I believe it's Hamilton Tiger Cats defensive back Richard Leonard down. He was going in to make a tackle and uh, crown of the helmet on crown of the helmet with a teammate who was also diving in. So Leonard uh, being attended to, they got him on his back in a in a static position. They did, took his face mask off and it looks like they were setting up a, a stretcher to take him off. Um, hopefully, okay. He, he was he, he was talking. I saw him talking to the trainer, who's he was uh, kneeling over top of him, holding his head in place. So hopefully, he's okay in that game between Hamilton and uh, Montreal. Richard Leonard for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Okay, thanks a lot for checking out the show tonight. It is uh, seven twenty-two. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, sorry, just keeping an eye on what's going on here. As you can imagine, the players on both teams are are, are gathered around and uh, wishing him the best here. So hopefully he's okay. It's always scary when you see a guy down and with the, the potential head injury or neck injury, you're never really sure how serious it might be. So they're being really, really careful uh, with this member of the Hamilton Tiger Cats. All right, uh, 780-496-0063. The Oil Kings debuting individual goal songs tonight. They're just 90 seconds into their game against the Rebels at Rogers Place. No score yet, but whenever an Oil King scores, they'll play their traditional goal song, Kickstart My Heart by Motley Crue, and then after a little bit of that, they will play each player's individual song. So I I asked you guys for fun for the off-topic topic. 
If you were a hockey player, what would be your goal song? Kellen, has anybody participated? Uh, yeah, we got a bunch here. But just quickly before we get to that, I've uh, got one from Big Bald Tyler. Uh, and he texts in, and God help you if you bump the rabbit ears, Reed. And so that's talking about your uh, oh, changing the, TV, the channels yeah. back in the day and the TV and the antenna and the, yeah, you name it. it. So there it was, was a different world. That's for sure. <laughs> for sure. Exactly. Um, where was the first one here? The first one was from Greaser who, that we got tonight. And he says, TNT by ACDC. Great goal oh, song. Good. There yeah. you go. I think uh, Calgary uses that one right now for all of their goal songs, right? The flip side. At least they did last season. So See, I like, as I've, I've talked before, I'm bad with that type of stuff i've told you how i don't really care too much about intermission promotions or so i couldn't even tell you a lot of uh a lot of goal songs i just got a a, a text here from uh my buddy i'll just call him rp mm-hmm. his goal song would be living on a prayer by bon jovi you'd have to start it during the chorus though because it has that slow build before it gets to anything my personal pick for a goal song and i'm surprised no team has picked it up yet is you ain't seen nothing yet by bto Oh, somebody's got to have that somewhere. Yeah, oh, that, absolutely. That's a, good idea. that's a good one, yeah. So Greaser, uh, Greaser wants TNT by ACDC. Okay. Yep, we got it. That's on- still a Bond Scott song, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, that's from High Voltage. So that's from their, their first album, I think, that oh. broke, so. Okay. Uh, anyways, uh, Trevor texts in and says, Heroes by David Bowie. Oh, that's an interesting one. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, Harry texts in and says, The only clear option is Knights in White Satin. By the Moody Blues. Well, I, I might be clear to Harry. I might not be as clear to some other people, but fair enough. <laughs> and here's one from Roadhammer. I, we're not hip-hop-based or anything Slot like that. Champion. but <laughs> uh, He says the perfect goal song is by Nelly, and it's called Here Comes the Boom. Oh, nice. I, was that one of the Oil Kings ones? It might have been. Uh, I, I would think out. so, yeah. It, it, it checks out. Uh, no, none of the Oil Kings had that one. I I didn't. I, I know a few of the Oil Kings ones. Yeah, they they there's kind of a. They, they're not all new new songs, but right. I don't know all of them. Well, they've been yeah, using Kickstart for a few years now. So. Uh, somebody has "Take Me to the Top" by Motley Crue. I do not know that song. Really. I, well, I can't think. Did, did you watch the movie The Dirt? Because it was in the uh, movie. No, I just read the book, so the song wasn't in the book. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could play a playlist and read the book, and then I guess it is in the book, but there you go. Uh, you Ain't Nothing But a Hound Dog, somebody just texting me. That would be an interesting goal song. Bears, Huskies at Foot Field. Mooner just texted me. It's 3-3 with three minutes left in the first quarter. All right, we will uh, have some more Friday fun in the final half hour of the show and my interview with Calvin Pickard, one of the goalies in Oilers camp. 